Thanks for joining us today for Rock Wealth Ministries podcast with Dr. Todd and Cami Kuntz. Please be sure to join us online at rockwealth.org for the latest podcasts. This is the, January the 1st, 2021. I have 10 prophetic promises that I'm going to release over your life. I've got notes everywhere. I pray that everyone stays with me as we are doing a live church by phone. Today is an impartation day, and I know that God is going to move in a very powerful way. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray now, as you have given me these 10 prophetic promises for the year 2021, as I release them over your people, I decree and I declare that the anointing of God that is upon me will be imparted today, and I decree and declare as I release these words that those who are hearing will be transformed, they will be receivers, and the fresh anointing that you have promised is flowing right now. I bind principalities and powers of darkness and rulers of wickedness in high places. And I decree and I declare right now, as I make this proclamation over the people of God, this is our season. This is our set time. This is our year. This is the time that you have established according to Psalms 102 and 13. This is the time where we are going to move into a dimension like we've never known. In Jesus' name, I decree it, and I declare it over your people. Amen and amen. I want everyone just to text me. You have the number. Just text me. I'm a receiver. I'm going to get right into the word. My heart is beating with great faith. Expectancy is being birthed today. You're about to see the greatest year you have ever experienced in your life because the year 2021 is the year of abundant overflow. I will decree and declare it again. The year 2021 is the year of abundant overflow. Here are the 10 prophetic promises that God has given me for 2021. Here's a scripture that I want to give you because it's the foundation that God has given me. 1 John 5, 4 says this, for whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. First John 5, 4, once again, in the Amplified, it says, For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Psalms 102 and verse 13 says this, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come, which brings me to the first thing that God has told me. Now, these are not in any particular order. They're not in sequential order. I just have given them to you as God has given them to me. God says that this is the year of the latter rain favor, not just the latter rain, not just the fact that the heavens are opened up, but he said this is the year of favor. You will begin to see the hand of God favor you like never before. Now, I will read a scripture for this in Hosea 6.3. I am using the word of God. You will test what I will say throughout this year. And everything that I release, you've got to receive by faith and you've got to act upon it. These 10 promises are not for everybody. It's for the chosen ones who have made a decision to surrender to God. The remnant of people who love God. You are one of those, I know. Hosea 6.3 says, yes, says this, yes. 
let us know, which means to recognize, be acquainted with, and understand him. Let us be zealous to know the Lord, to appreciate, to give heed to, and to cherish him. He's going forth prepared, certain as the dawn, and he will come to us with the heavy rain as the latter rain with water on the earth. This is the year. Hear me today. This is the year of favor. Let me read Joel 2.21 or Joel 2.23. People of Zion, celebrate in honor of the Lord your God. He is generous, and he has set the autumn and the spring rings and the proper seasons. I want you to turn to somebody that's there, or you can text me. It might not be my season, but it's my time for favor. Listen, I've got to say this because the anointing is flowing right now. I began releasing a word over two weeks ago. I began to say that the oil is flowing. And I decree over you right now that the oil of God is flowing, that you are a receiver of the anointing of God. I feel it. It's all over me right now. Hallelujah. I want you to proclaim and decree two things. It's my season and it's my time. It's my season, and it's my time. I'll read Joel 2.23 again. People of Zion, celebrate in honor of the Lord your God. He is generous and has sent the autumn and the spring rains in the proper season. So God says this is a latter rain of favor. This is the season. Now, the latter rain speaks of many things. The windows have already opened up, and God said the rain is pouring. Number two. It's the year of demonstrated love, demonstrated love. Love that's not felt is not love at all. Love that is not felt is not love at all. Love must be demonstrated. It's the year of demonstrated love. This is very important that you get a hold of this because John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35 says this. Here's a new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. There's a lot going on in the world today. You know that we preach and believe. Pastor Cammie, who's with us today, we're in agreement today as we decree and release this over you. You know there's a lot of confusion. There's strife. There's a lot of name-calling. There's a lot of injustice that we're watching happen, and I'm going to deal with the fact that God's vengeance is being released, and I'll deal with that more. It's in more, I deal with it in more detail in the mysteries of God in the, I think it's the sixth CD of the mysteries of God, the CDs that I sent you, which is God's justice system, his vengeance. But what I want to say to you is the devil will give you every opportunity to become offended. He'll give you every opportunity not to show forth the love of God. The difference in all other religions is this is the only one out of relationship. This is the only one born out of relationship, out of the love of God. We know John 3, 16 is the foundation of our ministry. It's the heartbeat of my wife, Pastor Kenny. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes on him will not perish but have everlasting life. Somebody say amen. Somebody text me God's love. Just text me those words, God's love. What I want to say to you today, that this is a year of demonstrated love. People will know that we are one of God. We are part of the family of God on how we love each other and how we love others. 
I am excited when I have been around people and my wife has been around people. And because we have demonstrated the love of God, even though they may or may not be saved, they know that we're men and women of God and that we love God. They will come to us. It even happened today just to say hello or say, can you pray for me? Why? Because they see that something's different. Church, people in the world have got to see that there's something different about us. We are in the world, we're not of the world, and the distinguishing, one of the distinguishing characteristics that will be in the latter-day church, the the bride of Jesus, is the fact that we are like our bridegroom, we are lovers. We love people. We love the work of God. We love to see people healed. We love to see children fed. We love to see hurting people mended. We love to see families. We love to see restoration. We love one another. And God says that we have got to step up our love walk. John 13, 34 through 35. Let me read it again. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples when you love one another. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the anointing of God. I am imparting this today. That's why this is a declaration over you. I'm telling you how God has dealt with me on these 10 things. These 10 things have been in my heart for months now and for weeks. And that's how God deals with me. And then I finally, after I have allowed them to work in my life, I've talked about them. They've been even in my mind. And I have been transformed by these things. I sit down and I begin to write what God has shown me. And number two is the year of demonstrated love. Number three, it's the year of God's vengeance. The justice system of God. It's the year of God's vengeance. The justice system of God. You must understand that vengeance is not revenge. Everything that God does flows from a heart of love. God says that I don't want anybody to perish. I want everyone to come to the saving knowledge. It's not his will for a single person to go to hell or to be without God. God loves everyone. And vengeance is not revenge. Vengeance is always a love for God's justice system. God's a righteous judge. And God's a good God. And God is also a righteous, a God of justice. And the Bible says in Isaiah 61, 2, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God and to comfort all who mourn. Who's all who mourn? Those who have had injustice done to them. There's injustice. We see it happening everywhere around us. But in the year 2021, we are going to see God move in in supernatural ways And the judgment and the justice of God is going to happen in the fourth dimension, which is a spiritual world, and we're going to see it manifested in the third dimension. The Bible says in Psalms 82 and verse 2, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? We are to proclaim and decree the justice system of God. In Isaiah 61, all of us know that scripture. And I'm going to read it because I just feel love of God to read it. Isaiah 61 says this, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. And verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. What is that? 
and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to console all those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness and the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. We are going to see in 2021 the mighty hand of God bringing about the vengeance. Those who have been hurt and harmed, those who have been attacked, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you will prosper, and everyone who rises up against you will be proven to be a liar. This is Isaiah 54, 17. So get ready. We're going to see the justice system of God. We're going to see ungodly people judged. We're going to see the ungodly who think they are getting away with things. We're going to see God step in and the judgment of God. Again, I want to say it again. Vengeance is not revenge. God gives people a chance to repent. He gives people a chance to turn from their ways. But when they don't, he steps in because he's a righteous and holy God. Number four, it's the year of household salvation. Salvation. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. We are to reconcile people back to God. We have been reconciled to God, so therefore we are called to reconcile others to God. We have got to get a burden that beats in our heart for those who have not given their lives to Jesus. We must, we must move into another dimension where we are soul winners for God. It's in Pastor Cammie's book, It's Always a Matter of the Heart. Many of you, over a hundred of you, are John 316 partners. You know that that's the heartbeat of this ministry, Rock Wolf Ministries, and our church, Dominion Family Worship Center. We get people saved. We want to preach the good news of Jesus. We are called to reconcile others to God. Let me read 2 Corinthians 5.18. You've ever asked God, have any of you ever asked God, do I have a ministry? You do have a ministry. You have the ministry of reconciliation. And 2 Corinthians 5.18 says, all this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. I want to say it again, 2 Corinthians 5.18. All of this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. People are hurting. People are bruised and battered, even with COVID-19. People have lost jobs and they have lost things and they have lost family members because of this. Fear has run rapid in 2020. And fear, the pandemic of fear, has left people without and without and they are searching for hope. We are to give hope. We are to be agents of hope. We're to be agents of reconciliation. And we are to reach out and we're to tell them about the name of Jesus that he's a good God, that he can be trusted and he's faithful. This is the year of household salvations. This is the year where we must give people an opportunity to accept Jesus as their personal Savior. Hallelujah. The Roman road to salvation. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We know in Romans where it says, Listen, if we'll confess with our mouth and believe with our heart the Lord Jesus, that God's raised him from the dead, 
we can be saved with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made. There's a powerful anointing on me tonight. Receive this from me today. Receive this prophetic word from me today in Jesus' name. You got family members that's going to get saved. You got family members that who, who, whose hearts are become softened. You got people that's in your, in your shrit, your sphere, your sphere of influence. They're around you. They know you. Begin to express. See, by the love of God, when they see the love of God, they're going to say, why is it that you're not afraid? Why is it that you're not sick? Why is it that God is prospering you? Why is it? And you're going to say it's because of Jesus, because we are of a God's kingdom government. We're in the world. We're not of the world. It's because we're ambassadors and citizens, and we're going to be able to minister to people. Everybody just text me, amen. If you're in agreement with me, text me, amen, or I agree. Text me, amen, or I agree. Hallelujah. Four was the year of household salvation, the ministry of reconciliation. Number five, it's going to be a year of restoration and recompense of reward. Restoration and recompense of reward. The Bible says in Job 33, 25, his flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. God bringing restoration to you. He's bringing it to you in supernatural ways. Glory to God. Get ready. God's about to renew you. God's about to refresh you. There's a new beginning that God is birthing in your life. Isaiah 43, 19, behold, I'll do a new thing. Shall you not know it? It is springing forth even now. I prophesy over somebody listening to me right now. Your season of testing has ended. God would say to you that you are in a new season, a new time. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. God would say to you that all that has been taken and stolen from you I am the God that restores, and I'm bringing absolute restoration to you. And with that, I'm bringing recompense of reward. Thus saith God. What's recompense of reward? It's in the Bible. Few people know this. But the Bible says in Isaiah 35, 4, Say to those who are of a fearful and hasty heart, be strong. Fear not. Because what God's saying to you, behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will save you. What has been stolen is being returned. What has been taken is being returned in the name of Jesus. It's your year of recompense, of reward. Hallelujah. Number six, God said, tell my people, it's the year of commanding angels. It's the year of commanding angels. To do the work of God, we're going to have to have help. We're going to have to have supernatural help. And there are different types of angels, but the angels are there for us to command according to the word of God. When we speak the word of God, they adhere to the word of God. Here's what the Bible says. Psalms 103, 19 through 20. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all the universe. Sovereignty means he's the supreme ruler. Number 20, Psalms 103, 20, bless the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his commandments, obeying the voice of his word. God says that we're going to command angels. They're going to, they're going to move on our behalf because we are going to speak the word. 
we're going to begin to see a manifestation of supernatural beings called angels on the earth. It's going to happen, and people are going to know that they have been in contact with something that is divine. We are going to be responsible because God has given us dominion and authority. According to the word of God, you know we preach the kingdom of God and that we've got dominion, we've got authority, and we've got power. So we have been created in the image and the likeness of God. So therefore, we will speak the word, and angels will obey the word that we speak when we speak the word of God. There will be angels who will do battle and warfare for us. We know this in Daniel when Michael and the archangel had to do warfare. When Daniel prayed the first time, God heard him, dispatched the angels to deliver him from the lion's den, yet demonic activity came in, and angels had to fight. They finally showed up on the 21st day. So there are warring angels. There are angels, what I call harvest angels. They're going to and fro, and they're bringing in supernatural wealth because you know, as we preach, there's a divine wealth transfer that's begun. We're going to have to have the wealth of the wicked so that we can get the gospel out, so we can preach the gospel, so that we can get the message of the word of God out. It's costly at harvest time. It's the most costly time during harvest time. So there's a great harvest coming in. So we're going to harvest souls, so it takes finances to do that. So we're going to be commanding angels. I'll speak more about that as the time comes. Number seven, it's the year of exponential growth. It's the year of exponential growth. As I was studying this and as God was showing me this, I could have went a lot of different ways with this. But God says, tell them it's the year of of increase. Tell them I am bringing the increase to them. And here's the scriptures God gave me. Proverbs 10:22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he has no sorrow with it. In one of the scriptures, in one of the versions of Proverbs 10:22 it says that he brings wealth without painful toil. Now, I want to read a scripture, and this is the foundation of the scripture that I'm preaching to you. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 says this, I planted, Apollos watered, but God made it grow. I want to say it again. Write this down. 1 Corinthians 3, 6. Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God made it grow. Church, I want to say this to you. God gives the increase. We're going to see the supernatural hand of God in the area of finances like never before. As we get out of our mind, in other words, as we get out of our sensory thinking, as we move out of our sensory thinking, as we get out of our sensory methodology, as we get out of the practical and understand that everything that God is doing right now, he's doing in a supernatural way. He's a supernatural God. He tells Peter to go fish and take a, the first coin out of the fish, his mouth, the first one, and go pay taxes. He told the disciples, he said, I know you told all night. I want you to go out. A little bit further, cast your nets in the middle of the day on the right side. They caught so much fish they had to get help. He, he took two fish and five loaves of bread, and he fed 20,000 people. That's a supernatural God. But that was done supernatural. So what God does, he doesn't do out of reason. Your mind competes with your faith. Your reasoning can talk you out of a miracle. Your mind can rob you of something that God's doing. That's why. It's a year of great faith, of supernatural faith, because faith produces supernatural results. I want to say this to you tonight. I feel the anointing flowing. Hallelujah. 
siti ki atara ki andoro kuapa, siti ki andara kambatoro kuriapa tara sanda. Gotta say it again. God says in the New International Version, He said, release this word again. Proverbs 10.22. The blessings of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil. Hallelujah. I'm telling you in Genesis 126, we were created to have dominion and authority. God's kingdom government is operated by the laws of the kingdom. And the laws of the kingdom, according to Haggai 2, verses 1 through 9, is we are to bring heaven to earth. I speak a decree over you. If you look at Matthew 11, 20, it says God will give you rest. Matthew 11, 29 says if you'll take your yoke, if you take the yoke upon you, he says in Matthew 11:30, 30, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God says you're going to move in 2021 into the unforced rhythms of wealth. The Babylonian system is failing. That's why God was teaching the disciples in Matthew 6, 24 through 25. You can't serve God in mammon. He says you've got to make a choice. You've got to serve me. And what does that mean? By serving God, you're making him your total source. What does that mean? It means in Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness meaning his right way of doing things, and all these things shall be added to you. What does it mean? It means when you seek first the kingdom of God, you understand how the kingdom government works, and you understand that you are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus, that you are a wealthy son and daughter of God, that he is your total source of supply. There's no shortage in heaven, and God wants to make you wealthy. God wants to increase you. God wants to multiply you. He wants to give you favor and promotions and bonuses and jobs. And in the midst of all that's happening, the government is not our source. People is not our source. The employer is not our source. God is our total source of supply. And God says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, he will give you rest. And God said this to me, made it clear to me. He said, tell them, I will give them exponential growth. It will be through me, I will bring the increase. Now, we already know, according to 1 John five nineteen, that the world is deceived. They do not know this. They cannot receive spiritual things. What I'm preaching today, it are, it's spiritual words. It's an impartation. It operates by faith, and it is outside of time. Time is in the third dimension, but we operate in the fourth dimension, which is the fourth dimension of faith. We operate outside of time. I'm preaching good. Y'all need to say, I agree, because this anointing's on me today. You are taking it. You are siphoning the anointing out of me today. I feel it. I'm telling you, this is kingdom talk. This is kingdom talk, and God says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. That he said, if you have just the faith of a mustard seed, you could say to the mountain, be removed and cast in the sea. If you won't doubt in your heart, but you'll believe those things that you say, you can have whatsoever you say. Mark eleven twenty four. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. See, God holds his people responsible for truth. Glory to God. But the Bible makes it clear. In Genesis 126 through 27, that we have dominion and we have authority. Psalms 8, 6 says that we have complete authority. God says he's bringing exponential growth. Deuteronomy 28, 8, God's commanded the blessing upon you. The Bible says in Exodus 3, 18 through 22, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they didn't come out empty-handed. They had great wealth. They plundered. They bankrupt Egypt in one day. That's the recompense of reward. 
They had worked 430 years as slaves. And God said in one day they became millionaires. Hallelujah. You are God's kingdom representative. You are called as an ambassador and a citizen of this kingdom. You have an identity. Your self-portrait is in Jesus. There's a kingdom government, and that's founded upon covenant. We are a covenant people. There's a kingdom jurisdiction, which gives us power and authority and rulership. And there's kingdom economics that God is our total source of supply. In Malachi 3.10, when we return the tithe, the first time of every dollar in 2021, and then we give offerings on top of that, God says, I'll open the windows of heaven and pull you out blessings you can't contain. Glory to God. The mysteries of the kingdom of God is not revealed to the world, but they're revealed to us because we are understanding his mysteries because we are kingdom citizens. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. First Corinthians 3, 6, let me tell you again. I planted, Apollos watered, but God made it grow. God made it grow. You hear me say it over and over again. I'm going to say it again today. Pastor Candy and I love every one of you, and we have nothing to give you except Jesus. And when we come and preach to you, all we have to preach is Jesus. And if you don't see Jesus in us, then don't listen to us. If you don't see Jesus in us, then we, we are not helping you. We are hurting you. We are endeavoring to lift up the name of Jesus. We are kingdom representatives of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we are pointing you to him. He is everything. He is the Lord. He's the master. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the lily of the valley. He's the fairest of 10,000. Hallelujah. We lift up the name of Jesus. It's all about Jesus, church. we got to get Jesus back in our churches, Jesus back in our preaching, Jesus back in our families. we got to get Jesus back. Hallelujah. The year 2021 is the year that we bring Jesus back. We make him the head. We make him the chief cornerstone. We make him our total source of supply. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seven is the year of exponential growth. I didn't realize this, but seven means completed, perfected completion. Number eight. The eighth prophetic promise that God released and said, release over my people, is it's a year of declaration. God says we are to make declarations as a king. We are kings and ambassadors representing all of heaven. We are to speak and decree the word as a king. When a king makes a declaration, nobody questions it. It is done. It's decreed. It is going to happen because the king has spoken. And God says, it's the year of declaration, decreeing as a king. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 says this. I call heaven and earth as my witnesses against you right now. I have set life and death, blessing and curse before you. Now choose life so that you and your descendants will live. That's a declaration. Job 22:28 says, decree a thing and it will be established. Our words have power. Our words have authority. Our words have life and death. You have got to become deliberate in the things that you say. Decree a thing and it will be established. You've got to guard your mouth. The Bible says, out of your heart flows the issues of life. 
you've got to be very conscientious and very careful with what you're saying. Speak the word, the centurion told Jesus. You don't need to come to my house. I'm not worthy for you to come. But I've watched you. You're a man under authority, just like I understand authority. He says, all you got to do is speak the word. And the Bible says, Jesus said, I haven't seen this kind of faith, not in all of Israel. But at that very moment after that word was spoken, his servant was completely healed. You hear anything we say today, hear me right now. You've got to get your mouth under control. You've got to get it under the control of the Spirit of God. And you've got to get so full of the word that you are speaking and responding and reacting to what the word says, not what people says. Facts change. Facts can be manipulated. There's so much fake news and fake out there today. The truth is the word of God. Do and believe the word of God. I don't believe anybody, but I believe the word of God. I believe the word of God above all else. I've got confidence in people. I've got confidence in those that's in, in our life. But we base everything on what does the word say. It's absolute and final authority in our life, in our ministry, in everything that we do. I'm telling you, the anointing is so heavy. The word is working in me. Say that after me today. The word is working in me. Say it. The word is working in me. The word is working for me. And the word is doing everything he said he will do. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. Who's the word? Jesus. He wasn't called Messiah. He wasn't called he wasn't called Jesus of Nazareth. He wasn't, he was called the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And there was nothing that was made in Him was life. And the life was the light of men. There was a man sent from God who was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. And that was John the Baptist. We are to reflect the life and the light of Jesus. John 15 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will, it will be done. We have to be abiding in the vine, abiding in Jesus. We've got to stay continued and steadfast and faithful in the word. The word is working in me. Say it. The word is working in me. The word is working for me. And the word is doing everything he said he will do. Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not bring it to pass? Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 13, is the covenant. Ten promises of the covenant. God says you'll be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You'll lend and not borrow. When your enemy comes at you one way, God says he'll scatter you in you seven ways. God says he'll give you rain in due season. God says you'll be blessed in the field and blessed in the city. God says your storehouses will be blessed. God says the generation of your children will be blessed. God says that you'll have a blessed, healthy life. These are the promises of the covenant. We are a covenant people, and Abraham understood the covenant. When God cut covenant with Abraham in Genesis, he changed his name from Abram to Abraham. So when God came to Abraham and said, I'm going to make you the father of many nations, Abraham, as a Middle Easterner, understood what covenant meant, what the blood covenant meant, and God spoke it, and he knew he would bring it to pass. He was 100, Sarah was 90, but he knew Isaac was coming. Why? Because God said it. God has a prophetic agenda. We have entered God's end-time prophetic agenda. And I'm telling you right now, we are living in the greatest day of the church of Jesus Christ. I'm talking to the remnant. I'm not talking to, about those who just go to church. I'm not talking about those who say, I guess I'm religious. I'm not talking about 
those who say, I believe in God. I'm not talking to, I'm talking to those who have accepted Jesus as their personal Savior. You are sold out to God and you've said, God, not my will, but your will. I will, I want to be a voice for you. I want to be a spokesman for you. I want to be like Jesus. That's who I'm talking to. And in the middle of all the fear that we see happening today, we are moving by faith. Because God said, we will not lack. We will move forward. We will have abundance. This is the year, 2021, of abundant overflow. But we've got to do it by faith. We've got to act by faith. We've got to decree it by faith. We've got to have corresponding actions. We've got to do the word. Say it again. The word is working in me. Say it. The word is working in me. The word is working for me. And the word is doing everything he said he will do. Here's my question. Are you doing what you said you will do? That's the part that we've got to get right. Hallelujah. Number nine. God says this is a year of a fresh and new anointing. Psalms 92.10 is the receiver's anointing. We know about this because I teach it. You don't have everything God's promised you. You only have what you've been willing to receive. The Bible says to as many as received him, gave he power to become the sons of God. God has given you an eye authority. I want to say one other thing about our words. You understand in Genesis 2 verse 7, when God breathed into Adam, the Bible says he breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. It literally means in the original, he became a speaking spirit. And then he transferred authority in the garden to Adam and said, name the animals. That's why your words matter. Say what God says. Romans 4.17, call those things that are not as though they are. What does that mean? It means you speak the word. God looked at darkness and called it light. This is what we've been called to do. That's all part of number eight, the year of declaration. Number nine, it's the year of the fresh anointing. Psalms 92.10, I'll be anointed with fresh oil. Isaiah 10.27 says this. Isaiah 10.27, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away off his shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing, the anointing of God. In the Old Testament, he anointed prophets, priests, and kings. Jesus was a prophet, priest, and king. David was a prophet, priest, and king. But God in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, he's anointed all of us to do his work. I understand there's a five-fold ministry gift. There's the evangelist and pastor and teacher and apostle. And I understand that there's the prophet. But every one of us have been anointed. And God says in the year 2021, I am pouring out a fresh anointing. You understand in the year 2020, the last few weeks as we closed out, the year 2020, God gave me a phrase, and he said, keep speaking over the church. Tell the church, the oil is flowing. The oil is flowing. I'm going to say it again. The oil is flowing. The oil is flowing. The anointing can do what nothing else can do. The anointing to, can do what nothing else can do. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing, church. It's all over me right now. It's so heavy on me right now. I feel it. I feel the anointing flowing. Receive it, church. Just tell God right where you're at. Say, God, I receive this anointing. Just tell him. You might be listening to this driving down in your car. You might be listening to a recording of this. Just say, God, give me this anointing. 
anoint me, God. Anoint me for your end-time work. I'll be your voice. I'll be your ambassador. I'll be your kingdom citizen. I'll do what you tell me to do. God, give me this anointing. Anoint me. Psalms 23 says that he anointed my head with oil. The anointing of God is flowing, and God says there's a fresh anointing coming. It's going to touch you, and you're, it's going to enable you. And I want to read Isaiah 10, 27 again, and it will come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Here's what God says. Forget about the past. You are not tied or enslaved to the past any longer. Your past is gone. The anointing is upon you today, and you are springing forth into new. God would say that you have been redeemed by his blood, that you are a new child, that you are his son and daughter, and he loves you today. And he's anointing you today with a fresh anointing to do his work. God says, don't believe the condemnation of the devil, that he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. God says today that generational curses are being broken. You are no longer yoked to your past. There's a new name written down in glory. God says you have the DNA of a child of the king, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing is flowing on you today. Hallelujah. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Number 10. God says this is the year of supernatural wisdom and understanding. Supernatural wisdom and understanding. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, ask me and I will tell you things that you don't know and can't find out. Let me read it again. Jeremiah 33, 3, ask me and I will tell you things you don't know and can't find out. The Holy Spirit was the one who was sent to guide and direct us. The Holy Spirit was the one that Jesus said, when I'm going to be taken away, but he said, I'm not going to leave you orphaned. I'm going to send back another comforter. That another comforter literally means that he is a defending attorney. It means that he's right there with you. He's right there to walk alongside you. The Bible says that he's a paraclete in, in the, in the uh, Hebrew, which means that he walks alongside you. He said he's going to be in you. He's going to be upon you. He's going to bring things to remembrance. Your dependence on the Holy Spirit. There'll never be a time in your life more important than now. And God says he's going to give you an understanding like you've never had. Not just wisdom. You understand wisdom and understanding. Job 32.8 says this, but the spirit in a person, the almighty breath gives understanding. But the spirit in a person, the almighty breath gives understanding. Be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He is going to guide you. He is going to lead you. He has not abandoned you. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you to hidden riches and secret places. Isaiah 45.3, you are going, he is going to say things to you. It may sound confusing at the time, but you know his voice and do what he says to do. Is it a critical time in my life? few years ago and the Holy Spirit gave me an instruction. The first time he gave me it was a it was just a direct instruction. The second time he gave me the same instruction. He gave it to me as a general commanding somebody. He said, You know my voice. 
do what I've told you to do. When you obey the voice of the Holy Spirit, you cannot go wrong. Adopt a philosophy, a belief system that is immutable, that is unchanging, that cannot be altered in your mindset. And that system, that belief is this. When you listen to God and you do what he says to do, you can never go wrong. And when he speaks to you often, it will not be an intellectual thing. It'll be in your spirit, and your mind may even compete with it. Don't try to figure it out. God's giving you supernatural wisdom and understanding. This is the year of the latter reign of favor, the year of demonstrated love. It's the year of God's vengeance, justice system of God on the earth. It's the year of household salvation, a ministry of reconciliation. It's the year of restoration and recompense of reward. It's the year of commanding angels. It's the year of exponential growth, wealth without toil, growth in every area of your life, not just finances. It's the year of declaration. You're going to decree as a king. It's the year of a fresh anointing. Number 10, it's the year of supernatural wisdom and understanding. 2021, it's your set time. It's your season. It's your year. And I know that you can sense right now the anointing of God. It's all over me. Receive it, church. Receive it, church. Receive it, church. Receive it, church. Receive it, church, in Jesus' name. I've got 117-plus texts. I haven't read any of them because I have wanted to get this out. Now, I want every one of you to present God today with a first fruits offering. Today is the first. This is the first of January 2021. And I want you to sow a first fruits offering. We're in the law of first right now, the season of first. And under that is the law of sequence. What you do first determines what God does next. Bring him an offering today. I always suggest that everybody sow at least a $100 seed. There will be seven of you today that you will release a $2,021 seed. A $2,021 seed. Others will sow 500 or 1,000 or 221. Some may even sow five or 10,000. I want you to bring God your best first fruits offering today. This is a foundational seed for what's going to happen in 2021. I want to say why it's important that you sow. Because I have released these 10 things over your life. And you have stayed with me and you have heard them as I have released them out of my mouth as God has given them to me. It's critical that you get a seed in the ground today to lock these promises in. This seed that you sow, whether you're returning your tithe or you're sowing a $100 seed or a 2021 seed, 2021, like my wife and I will be sowing. We will be sowing 2021 today. Today is the first day of the year 2021. Critical that you get a seed in the ground because these promises are yours. But everything that God does, he must do by faith. He responds to faith. He reacts to faith. And I know that there's a seed that he's talking to every single one of you to bring to him as a first fruit seed today on January the 1st. I want you to press star. Go to the prayer center, and I want you to release it now. Press star. Go to the prayer center, and I want you to release it now. I'm going to give those who are listening a number you can call, 
1-888-400-7625. That's the prayer center. Many of you will text it. So you can text it to 28950. Those are the numbers, 28950. The keyword is RWSOW, RWSOW. 28950 is the text. The keyword is RWSOW. The phone number to the ministry to so today, 1-888-400-7625. Write that down, 1-888-400-7625, or simply press star right now. Get your best seed in the ground. Tell them this is my first fruit seed. This is my best seed. Somebody's listening to me that God's been talking to you about a significant seed, an SOS seed. I'm thinking it might even be $10,000. It might be $5,000. I don't know. Several will be sowing a favor seed of $1,000. I want you to sow a seed that stretches your faith. If you are in belief and you are in agreement that I just released a powerful word over your life, get a seed in the ground. I want, I'm going to tell you this. I rarely do this. I want everyone listening to this right now to sow a seed. Do not walk away from this with your hands closed. Now simply press star. Go to the person and release the seed. Somebody says, I don't really have a lot today, then sow your best seed. That's why it's called a best seed. Sow the seed that stretches you. Some of you can sow an SOS seed. It's a seed of significance. Sow that seed. If you're listening to me right now, you can call 1-888-400-7625. 1-888-400-7625. Or you can text it to 28950. R-W-S-O-W. The anointing is flowing. The anointing is flowing. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us. Call now. 1-888-400-7625. That's 1-888-400-7625. Or text R-W-S-O-W to 82950 to sow your seed today.